Welcome to Choices, the podcast that allows you to simply be. I'm Vidya Bellor and my job is to help you think about things a little bit differently, to help you cope with those challenges in life that may be affecting your happiness or performance and hopefully provide you with some clarity in your decision making. Today, I'll be taking some inspiration from a great day out that I had this week with the children at the British Motor Show. I'm talking cars, but talking about them in my way. Join me in today's episode to find out more. This week, I'm talking about cars. Well, sort of. I had the pleasure of taking my three to the British Motor Show this week. And I have to say, my boys absolutely loved it. I loved it because you hopefully know me well enough by now to know that I don't just see a car, do I? No, I'm a meaning-making machine and one of the best of them. And I couldn't help but really look at the cars and all that they embody. Till now, I've always just viewed cars as functional things, getting you from A to B. Admiring the odd rare find that I might notice just hit the regular roads now and again, but generally not really taking them on board as things of interest to me. I just take them as a given part of life that I don't notice much. But that day at the show, I noticed all the cars, new, old, functional, vintage, pimped up, racing, exclusive, they were all there to be noticed. And it really was amazing to see how the motor car has really changed since I was a child. I don't think I'd taken stock of that too much till then. And it got me thinking about the iterations that we all go through as we change and up-level throughout our lives, throughout the years. We are continually modifying and altering, tweaking things here and there, changing what we can do, changing our shape, changing our form, changing our capabilities with each moment. Today's episode will be about taking some of those driving idioms that we might refer to in everyday language and just sharing my reflections on them. Because it struck me as I stood with the kids, whether I was watching experienced car drivers doing some stunts and turns, or watching younger teens without any driving experience learn how to drive a car in amongst those cones, what struck me really was the synchronicity that driving has with life. Each of us really is in the driving seat of our own lives. We oftentimes blame this and that, just as a driver may blame the traffic or poor weather conditions for any journey. But ultimately, we are behind the wheel. There is a level of choice about how we choose to drive, how we choose to journey through life. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to think of myself as a safe, middle-of-the-road kind of driver. I like to drive and take in all my surroundings and just take the time, you know, to register myself spatially. But there are those who are reckless and impatient for no concern but their own agendas and 
As a result, speed at inappropriate times and places. In contrasting this, there are the really anxious drivers who are hesitant and worried for what lies in the next road ahead, even though they aren't even there yet. Which kind of driver are you? When you're in the driving seat, it's your prerogative to change direction if you must. I'm quite aware, you know, that when I started this podcast series three, I said that I would be inviting more guests to talk with on the shows. But something in me, call it a sense or something, encouraged me to keep on a similar track to series two bite-sized and just sharing my take on life a bit more. I wanted it to be conversational with all of you as my passengers, not just backseat passengers listening into a conversation that's going on at the front of the car. So I simply changed direction because I could. And sometimes we may make a wrong turn we may reach a dead end. The thing is not to fret, to keep a level head and know that you are still in the driving seat. You simply need to do some sort of manoeuvre, be it a three-point turn, a U-turn, just to come back or to take a different route. And it's okay. I think life is really so much more sometimes about the wrong turns and what you learn from taking them. When I think back to when I learned how to drive too many years ago now (laughs) to, to really think back, but you know, I dread to think how long it really took me to do a three point turn in the road. And that too, knowing that I may be holding other cars up, stopping other cars from passing through the road. But as the years went on, the more times I needed to do a three-point turn, the quicker and slicker I got, and the less I cared about the judgments from drivers in other vehicles. I needed to make the turn in the road, so I did that appropriately and got on with my journey in the direction that was right for me. Have you ever gone round and round the roundabout, unsure of which exit you should be taking? I actually did this on the way to the motor show itself. Um, First time, you know, I was taking just the kids and myself for a proper day trip. And my sat-nav was telling me one thing, roadside's telling me another. And when we're in that situation, we feel hesitant. The signs we are looking for might not be clear. We struggle to know which lane to stay in and veer into the wrong lane and can end up going round all over again until we understand the situation, until we understand where we're meant to be headed. It's okay to do that until you feel that sense of surety. It doesn't mean you'll go round and round forever in the same loop, doing the same thing. Each time you go around, you learn something new. You grow your understanding until really just choose to let go of that hesitancy and take the exit and just get off the roundabout, even if it's a wrong turn. 
you'll know if it's a wrong turn. You just need to make a right turn instead, even if that's all that's left. Just remember to indicate your intentions. Signalling to others is helpful and safe. They know where you're going then and won't bump into you accidentally. I remember the first time going on the motorway and, you know, the whole dread of having to overtake the car in front of me, that feeling of having to speed up and change lanes just to get past. When I first learnt to drive, I felt I was, I know this sounds funny, but I felt I was showing off a bit with a sense of speed and, you know, look at me. And it really was symbolic of the belief system that I had back then, that it just wasn't good to be ahead. But overtaking others is sometimes a necessity. It's not something you have to fear, dread or loathe. There will be times you'll need to overtake someone to get ahead and reach your own destination efficiently. From there you can perhaps be more resourceful to others than being stuck on the road. Overtaking someone else doesn't mean that you are better than them or that you're showing off in any way. If done appropriately, overtaking is the safest thing to do because it's just a moment in time to check in with which lane is best to be in given your circumstances. You can be too close to the car in front of you and should they suddenly brake for whatever reason, it wouldn't be safe for you even though you may want to be right behind them. It can be that you drive side by side for a moment and then overtake to lead the way for a time, whatever feels right. It's okay for you to be out in front of the others in your convoy. Another cautionary note, don't get stuck looking back in the rear view mirror constantly. What's behind you is worth glancing at but focus on what's ahead of you. There is a reason your rear view mirror is so small. It's not the view to look at. Look ahead in front of you. See where you are going. See where you want to be. What's directly in front of you. And you know, you may stall the car occasionally. You haven't got things into gear or put your foot on the pedal or release the handbrake. Sometimes it just takes the right bit of everything to make the journey smooth and seamless. And there will be some days that it is effortless and some days that you might stall. Turn the engine off and simply start again from where you are. You don't go back to the beginning of your journey just because you stalled. Just as if you get a puncture in one tyre, you don't get out and start slashing all the other tyres to really ensure that your car won't move. No, you fix the tyre that needs fixing. And if you don't know how to, you call on the expertise and someone to help you, someone to assist you. There's help out there. And here's the bit that's important to reiterate, especially when the car battery is flat or you run out of fuel or your car breaks down by the side of the road. 
in the middle of a carriageway, perhaps in the midst of an open country road. You call for help. You call for roadside assistance. You call for expertise to give you a lift and get things sorted so that you can be on your merry way. And maybe if you've been listening to me, you've been following the twists and the bends in the road and it feels the right time to pull over, perhaps not in the hard shoulder because this isn't an emergency, more in the lay-by, just to relax and to take a mindful moment for yourself. Sitting upright, just take this moment to close your eyes. Take a couple of deep breaths in and out. And just notice where you are sitting. Just notice the support that's being offered beneath you here as you sit. Here in the driving seat of your life. In front of you, though you may have your eyes closed, you still have a view. You have everything in front of you. You can decide. You can choose where you want to go. You are your own guidance, your own inner wisdom. You already know the direction and what you need to do in order to move along and to get to your destination. Just do what you must to get there. Because you can. Because you're in the driving seat of your life. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes, ready to get on with your journey ahead. Hopefully you're refueled, re-energized. You are the driving force in your life. Keep going. I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Choices Podcast. Please don't forget to like, share and follow. Feel free to email me at choices at vividoutcomes.co.uk. I'll catch you next week.